0: This is episode 40 of The Modern Recordist, the podcast where we talk all about designing and living your life as an extraordinary artistic visionary, discussing inspiring and creative ideas around making music and art that creates an impact in the world. On this podcast, we sit down with musicians, songwriters, artists, producers, and all manner of artistic visionaries to learn exactly what we have to do and who we have to be to create meaning and live out our artistic visions. I'm your host, John Stinson, a Nashville-based producer, recording engineer, and mixing engineer, a collector of experiences, a lifelong learner, a lifelong teacher, and an artistic visionary in my own right. And I welcome you to episode 40 of The Modern Recordist and another edition of The Producer's Notes. These are the shorter episodes where I run solo in the studio for a few minutes to share some things that are on my mind and actionable advice on takeaways to create more impact through the pursuit of music creation. Recently, I've been reaching out to a bunch of my friends in the music scene and asking them to share with me some of their biggest current challenges. And I've gotten a bunch of great responses from people And a few common themes have begun to emerge. Perhaps the most common response I got was that of struggling with creative flow, which actually doesn't surprise me too much as it's a pretty common aspect of the game concerning artists and songwriters and such. Uh, So some of the specific responses I got were having to do with things like getting your head in the game, maximizing or staying in creative flow, Finishing what you started, whether that's a single song or an entire recording project. And then uh, there were uh, even responses like better understanding your creative self or uh, your own creative mind and translating what you hear in your head to the outside world or, or trying to interpret your own ideas that are bubbling up. So I thought today I'd share five suggestions and action items you can take to shift your state if you're blocked, or otherwise find your creative flow or make sense of all the rush of ideas that are coming up. So these aren't necessarily meant to be all done together, and they're really in no particular order, so you can just pick and choose the ones you want. Of course, if you were to do them all, you'd be pretty much on level 11. However, I would suggest perhaps just starting with one and then adding on from there to mitigate any potential overwhelm you could inadvertently experience and therefore end up doing nothing. So here it is, five simple simple action items and suggestions for finding your creative flow. The first thing I want to share with you is a totally free one and it's super simple. It just takes a 20-minute investment of your time, and it's totally worth it as the inspiration and motivation you will get out of it will be tenfold, not to mention the incredible advice for making good art that you will walk away with and that you can apply right away. So it's the 2012 commencement speech, indeed titled Make Good Art, delivered by Neil Gaiman at the University of of the Arts in Philadelphia, and if you've already seen this, take my suggestion now as a cue to watch it again, because it's totally worth it. Neil Gaiman has been blipping up on my radar quite a bit lately, as two different friends that I've recently traveled to visit uh, had at least one book of Gaiman's on their bookshelf, and then a third friend of mine, who's a brilliant writer, shared this particular video with me just a few weeks ago. Uh, I kind of kind of missed it until then, so kind of took me a couple of years to get around to it. But like I said, this speech gets you fist-pumping and ready to create with brilliant advice delivered in a witty and funny way by Mr. Gaiman. And uh, this speech also offers incredible advice that you can begin applying as soon as you're done watching it. If you're feeling down in your luck or stuck or acting uh, rather lacking in, in inspiration or motivation or like things just aren't seeming to go your way at the moment, take 20 minutes to watch this video. Uh, it truly stands to help you shift into a creative mental state and turn things around in a big way. And even if you aren't feeling like you're up against a big struggle right now, I still suggest taking the time to watch this video because it really serves to deliver the perfect aha that can flower into your next brilliant song or recording. I'll have the video linked up in the show notes for this episode, so make sure you check that out on my website at johnstinson.com/tmr040. That's j o n s t i n s o n.com. Slash TMR040. Just remember, there's no H in John. Now the next suggestion I have, uh, I've gotta make this one, of course, is uh the book The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, which is also kind of the next logical step to the video that I just suggested. If excuse me, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, uh You saw this one coming because you know that uh, this is the absolute most suggested book on this show, and I've brought it up probably every other episode, so I can't miss the opportunity to yet again suggest that you read this book. Uh, Seriously, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you've still not picked up the book, do that. Um, I've actually had a listener or two email me to say that they did grab the book on my recommendation and have gotten a lot out of it. So if you're fairly new to this show and are just now hearing me talk about the war of art for the first time, don't just take it from me, take it from other listeners and uh, do yourself a huge favor and go get this book right away. Um, one of the, the principal ideas that the war of art addresses is the notion of the resistance. And the resistance is that part of you that tries to self-sabotage. It's the little voice inside your head that always seems to convince you why right now is not a good time to do your work or uh, write that new song or record that new guitar part or that new vocal part. Um, it, It works to convince you that there's some particular circumstance that's preventing you from just... Simply creating art. It's that part of us that wants to give in to fear and choose to opt out. It's the part of us that wants to give in to laziness but yet justify it behind the fact that we're just not inspired or we're mentally blocked. It's the voice inside us that urges us to wait until we're inspired to do our work. And it convinces us to seek more information before we get started putting off our creative time until... We actually know what we're doing. Look, no one actually knows what they're doing. And what's really going on here is that your fears are holding you back from creating anything. So quit giving in to the resistance and hiding behind excuses to do the work you really want to devote your life to. And just embrace fear and go for it. And so then the other main thing that comes up in the War of Art... Uh, is sort of uh, a pep talk of sorts. Perhaps maybe it's a semi-tough, get-your-head-in-the-game kind of talk from a close friend. Um, In these parts of the book, Pressfield shines a light on the notion that true artists write, and if you are to call yourself a professional or you aspire to be a professional, then you must write. It's that plain and simple. You know, after all, how can... You truly be a songwriter or musician or producer or any of those things if you don't do the work. You know, if you don't write, play, produce, or involve yourself in your craft on a daily basis, then it's time to take massive action to address your resistance and pull together a daily practice of creating art. That means doing the work and putting something out in some way every single day, no matter what. Do the work, because that's what professionals do. Pressfield gives uh, some suggestions and best practices to take action on this, so uh, you can set yourself up to win. Uh, It's been quite a while, actually, since uh, I've read The War of Art cover to cover, but after having suggested it so many times on this podcast— I think I'm due to crack it open. So um, why don't we read it together? I'll include an Amazon affiliate link to the book in the show notes for this episode, and I'd really appreciate it if you would support this podcast by buying The War of Art through my affiliate link. And let's crack this book open together and put our collective resistance to rest and do the work. All right, the next thing I'm going to suggest is to get kinetic. Get into a physical activity and a discipline of some kind. Um, You know, this is almost a cliche suggestion as on the one hand, it seems like common sense to us all, almost to the point that we roll our eyes when people start talking about how good exercise is for us and and all the many benefits. You know, uh, like our moms and our teachers in grade school – Pretty much lectured us to eat our vegetables and get exercise pretty much every day when we were kids, you know? So this isn't news. And, uh, you know, the thing is, though, that there's still so many people out there who are not taking this to heart and actually putting it into practice. And, you know, I want to point out that. What I'm talking about is not the kind of uninformed recommendations we got from our teachers and our parents when we were kids, although they had the best intentions, but people just didn't know then what we know now. So, you know, like with the magic of the internet and, uh, and all that, there's so much new research out there that you can check out that will teach you all the many benefits of physical activity to your health and cognitive function. And I'm sure that you will discover new things that you've not seen or heard before you know i i don't want to get into all the science on the many benefits of physical activity but it is a major cognitive boost and it stimulates our nervous systems in so many nuanced ways and gets our endocrine system kicked into gear to balance out our home hormones in very important ways so there's a tremendous positive impact that physical movement practice of some type has on the quality of your creative output and the discipline of doing the work. And I'm not talking about going to the gym to run on a treadmill or lift some weights. That stuff's old school. I'm talking about getting into a movement discipline and following the thought leaders in this space. Getting into things like dance, martial arts, yoga, bodyweight training, or gymnastics, and checking out the philosophies of people like Ido Portal or Scott Sonnen and practices like Movenat or GMB Fitness. You know, I, I believe you stand to be so much more successful with a practice like this because it's the pursuit of learning a new skill that just so happens. It also gets you healthy. It's functional and useful and interesting and artistic. Arguably, Going to the gym and lifting weights is not any of those things, and it might be extreme to say that it's nothing, but there are quite a few thought leaders out there who are challenging us to rethink the standard gym workout, and that it might not be all that healthy. At the very least, I think we're beginning to see that the standard gym workout is lacking in some key areas and may not give us everything we need or are looking for. You know, all I can really say about that is that in college I used to have a max bench press of 295 pounds and that quote-unquote strength didn't really seem to translate to anything and now my shoulders are a bit tore up. Um, So getting involved in some kind of movement practice that resembles the functional movement patterns of our ancestors or something that is otherwise an artistic expression of the body helps us to form new neural connections, utilize our bodies to its full potential, and is something that can be translated to other useful applications in other areas of our life. And further, it's something that changes up our headspace and gives us another creative outlet to put in the mix instead of just racking our brains to create music all the time. In my opinion, that would be like eating only one thing all the time and then expecting to not have any nutritional deficiencies. So I encourage you to look into a physical movement practice or a sport that seems to interest you or if you're uh, not already involved in something already, look into um, some of the thought leaders and specific practices that I mentioned, which I'll have linked up in the show notes as well. My next suggestion on an action item for boosting your creative flow is to develop a meditation practice. Tim Ferriss made an observation on his podcast that one of the most common traits among many of the high-performing individuals that he interviews from world-class entrepreneurs and billionaires to world-class athletes to world-class artists is that they all have a meditation practice. And meditation is another one of those Areas where the magic of the internet and new research is helping us to better understand and rethink our perceptions on the topic. One of the many common perceptions people have about meditation is that you have to sit in a quiet room all day by yourself with your eyes closed and try to clear the mind and try to not think of anything. You don't. That's the old school perception. Rather, meditation is more about mindfulness becoming present to your thoughts and feelings and allowing them to be. It's a sort of meta-thinking or thinking about what you were thinking about. And honestly, people like Elliot Hulse and even Arnold Schwarzenegger have some really interesting ideas around the concept of active meditation, which brings me back to my previous suggestion, develop a practice of movement and physical activity. Meditation is, is it's really, it's simple, and I'd encourage you to start by developing a practice of three to five minutes per day in the morning shortly after you wake up. Doing something like this is a great way to get started, and uh, you can then dive deeper to build upon the practice by learning more about meditation and the many different types and practices. I personally use binaural beats from a company called Centerpoint, which I can link you to in the show notes, and I've heard Tim Ferriss mention an app called Headspace, Uh, I've personally not yet tried that app, but I plan to test it out in my own meditation practice as it sounds like a very useful and, and, and thought out tool that yields powerful results with little effort. Um, probably a good option for getting started as well. Again, hit the show notes for links on that stuff. And uh, the fifth suggestion I have for finding your creative flow is to educate yourself. The last handful of years, there has been a ton of uh, new information shared and research done on ways to maximize your potential in so many areas. I've probably tripled my knowledge of nutrition and wellness over the last two years through listening to a number of podcasts Picking, uh, picking up a stack of new books and buying a few courses here and there. There's so much new information in the areas of health, wellness, nutrition, exercise, memory, neuroscience, meditation, and pretty much an endless amount of other things. So pick an area and work to understand it better and how to implement it in your life. You would be surprised at how much even one small change in an area like nutrition can ripple through your being and flower into a higher level of creative thinking. It's just like Hippocrates said, let thy food be thy medicine. Our nervous systems and our emotions and our mental state, uh, all this stuff is like a finely woven fabric, and one positive or negative change in one area, such as our diet, has the potential to profoundly affect another area. So if you would like a suggestion on a resource in a particular area, send me an email at johnstinson.com slash contact, and I can suggest something to get you started. So there's five action items and suggestions for finding your creative flow. And I'd like to add a bonus and sixth way that you can find your creative flow, which is to jump on my email list Head over to Johnstenton.com. Remember, there's no H in John. And enter your email address on the uh, form on the front page of my site. Uh, I'll also, of course, have a link to my email sign-up form linked in the show notes. Um, reaching my own peak potential and maximizing my creative flow is a is a, an area that uh, I'm really interested in and I'm constantly pursuing. Um So through my email list, I plan to share tons more tips and suggestions as I discover new ways to do this. And uh, I'll not only be sharing exclusive tips on how to get into your creative flow, but I'll regularly be sharing recording, mixing, producing, and songwriting tips that may or may not always make it on this podcast And uh, concerning the podcast, I'll also make sure that you never miss an episode when you're signed up to my email list. So jump over to johnstenson.com and put your email in the form on the front page or click the link to sign up um, in the to the sign up form on the uh, the show notes um, and uh, get 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 up on the email list and let's get let's get hooked up. All right, friends, I'm going to leave it at that for this week. Make sure you get subscribed and stay subscribed to The Modern Recordist. There's two main ways to do that. As I just mentioned, go to my website, johnstenson.com, and sign up to my email list. You will find the sign-up form right on the front page. And then if you're more of an iTunes person and you like to use the podcast app, just search for The Modern Recordist and click or tap that subscribe button. Also, make sure you take just a quick little 60 seconds To let people know how much you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and leave a rating and review on iTunes as good and honest ratings and reviews are the most effective way to let other people know how much value they will get by being subscribed to The Modern Recordist. It also helps us to continue to bring on great guests and produce great episodes that you enjoy. And lastly, take just a couple of seconds to share this podcast with a friend or three. Go ahead and drop a link in a text message or email or Facebook post or tweet and let the folks you're connected to know how much they would enjoy listening to The Modern Recordist. All right, that's it for this week. There's more for you next week. And in the meantime, go live your life of an extraordinary artistic visionary and create something impactful in the world.